so good to be back. Amen. You know, I just realized that, you know, uh, this trip has been so, even though it was a 10 days trip, it has been so rewarding for me personally. You know, I, I, I say this without reservation. I say this saying that TJ is not a rich church, but it's a wealthy church. Let, let me explain. There's a difference between rich and wealthy. Don't mistaken, they are the same thing. Some, when you think about rich, you think about accumulating material possessions and all those things. People can be rich, but they are not wealthy. I've, I've seen all the kids and I can tell you today, I'm wealthy. Because I use my wealth to invest in people. Amen. Are y'all with me here today? Amen. When I talk about money, everybody... <laughs> you know, look here. Life is more than just accumulating wealth or accumulating riches. What do you do with what you accumulate that will bring dividends? Jesus wasn't against investing. He says, lay your treasures not on this place where earth and moth can attack it. Sorry, red rust and, and, and moth can attack it. But lay yourself treasures in what? In heaven. And how do you do that? you start to invest. And I want to share a good report with you. Four years ago, there was this church by the name of PAP. They came, learn about our system. They learned about UTB. And today I'm going to tell you something that's incredible. Everywhere I go, they have 443 Bible studies going on every week. They grew from 180 to 400 over within this period of time. During pandemic, no. When they cannot have service, they grew. Everybody is talking about UTV. So when we were there, you know, uh, but the Serenos invited us because we, we were special to them and they are special to us. We are good friends. You know, I always tell them that uh, Brother Sereno is the Filipino version of Brother Deep. Amen. And they will laugh. You know, and, and, and uh, Everywhere we go, she, she, she introduced somebody real special to their life. It's their younger sister, remember? And then she said, Brother Tim, Sister Ludi, say, Brother Tim, this is a byproduct of UTB. My younger sister is serving the Lord now. And then everywhere you go, they will keep on telling us, hey, 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 this is a product of UTB. This is a product of UTB. Oh, by the way, for those of our guests and friends, we welcome you in the house of the Lord. Amen. You know, and, and, and we at Tabernacle of Joy have this special program. It's called Unlocking the Bible. Because when you unlock the Bible, you unlock your relationship with God. A God who cares for you. A God who wants the best for you. And it all makes sense in life. Suddenly, 12 week home Bible study. And we are doing this free of charge. And we do it one-on-one. Because our goal is that Everybody deserves to hear the gospel. Everybody say amen to that. Come on, everybody say amen. And then here's the beautiful part. Not only we, uh, when I was interviewing them one by one, I just want to hear their stories. Is it okay if I share you their stories? You may be seated, okay? You know, uh, uh, before I move on, you know, I, uh, uh, before I did PI, we were there to officiate a wedding. Strange, they were calling me to officiate a wedding, a Filipino wedding, but I did it, praise God. But it was more than just a wedding. It was for a dear friend of ours, the Serenos. Amen. You all met them. They were here in Faith Promise and they are still growing. 
Amen. Everybody say praise God. Come on. They, they don't even have a website, like, folks. They don't even have a website. They don't even have proper logo. They don't even have the kind of branding, social media you're talking about. But everywhere they go, they are teaching UTB. They will keep on telling us UTB, UTB, UTB. So we were there teaching PI. We were there hearing their report and, and, and I hear their stories amazing one after another. And, 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 and you know, the, the, the most beautiful part is this, Brother Sam, you know, a lot of these are UTB students. But they say that UTB has so blessed me. I want to be a UTB teacher to bless my family. And there we go. We have living logos to equip them. Amen. You know, we printed how many sets? Uh, anybody I forgot? How many sets of living logos? 1,000 sets of living logos. 1,000 sets of living logos. Make it available so that we can make everybody a UTB teacher. 1,000 sets. They came back to us. They have sold 35%. And, and Pastor Doji, you know, it's so strange. Uh, we were both at the Philippines at the same time. Pastor Doji went there for another conference and they saw living logos being laid out. He said, yes. Yes, it's being filled. We are filling Philippines with the apostolic doctrine. Amen. And for the first time in my life, you know, I came back home because we, we by faith, took on uh, some of the uh, 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 what do you call that we paid for them first in faith and they give me you know 35% of what is sold amen everybody say praise God you know I I, 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 you, you hope, I hope you understand we are we are investing in countries life is all about investing folks can, 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 can I ask you a question? You know, when I start to think about it, have I invested in the kingdom? I, I want you to hear very clearly here today. Okay? How do I know that I have invested in the kingdom? If you die today, will the kingdom of God feel something? Hello? Are you all here with me? Amen. And they were so kind. They brought us to Baguio. Four hours. Real highlands. Y'all would love the weather. You know, it's like around 26. In fact, it was so cold that we were so afraid of bathing. You know, But we bathe. Huh? <laughs> Don't worry, we bathe. <laughs> anyway, I realised that Singaporeans were kind of spoiled. It's been a while since I've gone to this kind of mission trip. You know, but thank God there was heater. But the heater wasn't hot enough. We were like, uh, uh, there was no heater, and 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 I, my wife bought me this this thick thick shirt. He said, no need to bring jacket. Jacket too heavy. My goodness, I need a jacket. Thank God that brother Sereno have another spare jacket and passed to me. And and we were there divinely appointed by God. We didn't know this. We were there. We met brother Eugene Bernias, and he was struggling with making disciples. And we sat there for one hour. Next day. The children came saying, we want what you have. You know, again, Tabernacle of Joy. You know, I'm tired of... Y'all remember this Barnabas project? Come on, everybody say amen. We invite people, they go back, nothing changes because we are not dealing with the culture there. Amen. Cultures are always stronger. Bad habits are bad habits. 
So therefore, we designed XNet to help churches around the region. Amen. And we are seeing substantial growth. Substantial growth. Everybody say praise God. Every one of them is using living logos. Every one of them in PAP talking about UTB. Uh, you, you want to see, I, I wish that our UTB evangelist team will see how they evangelize. With all the guests and friends, they were like, <laughs> I see them without any brochure. They're talking about using their personal experience, talking to them about, my life has been changed about UTB, UTB. Everyone is talking about UTB. They don't have advertisement. They don't have a website. Hello? The best kind of advertisement is a life that is changed. Amen. And when you hear their stories, we have people that are 10 years old in Christ, as, as a Christian. They can't piece together the whole entire Bible. But when they went through unlocking the Bible, it says, it makes sense. It gives me confidence to share the gospel. And everybody deserves to share the gospel. It is our responsibility. And, and I came back really enriched in my spirit because right now, I want to go out there and teach more UTV. I don't know about you, I cannot sit down and do nothing. If I'm blessed by UTV, I'm going to go out there, tell the whole world that Jesus Christ is alive. Thank you, huh? everybody say amen. I, I, I'm wanting to tell people this is good news. This is not a news that we're going to keep to ourselves. Amen. Thank you. I only want right. Come on. I'm trying to hype you up a little bit because I say again, the best way for you to fight worldliness is by going out there and do the Father's business and we have a tool called Unlocking the Bible. We are not here talking about our problems. We are here to talk, oh, come magnify the Lord with me. Sometimes I think we need to stop for a moment. Stop talking about more knowledge. We need a spirit of understanding. We need a spirit of wisdom. You see, folks, don't treat this thing as the Word of God is spirit. I, I'm not here to motivate you intellectually. Because if there's no spirit of understanding and there's no spirit of wisdom, it becomes a lecture. Spirit of wisdom. What that spirit of wisdom means? Whatever you hear today, any part of the sermon, any part of what you hear today, you can apply it right away, right now. Spirit of understanding is Okay, this can help me with my relationship with God I, I'm not here to try to give you uh, Notes and stuff like that Because again, God's, God's ways are higher than our ways Amen And the reason why sometimes I feel That we win people We can win people intellectually Can, can I hear a big amen? Because the Bible is reasonable faith the way is, is, is designed to win people intellectually. But yet, it also has a secret in it. The Spirit. That the Spirit will convert you. And you will put this, the Spirit of life, the Spirit of truth. Amen. You know, when I sit down there, I tell God, I can read the Bible. But at the end of the day, it's just facts. I won't get to know the author. Father, speak to me so may I may know you. Amen. And today I want to talk to you about a subject. Why are we called deep collar deep? Have you ever wondered that? Deep collar deep. I mean, I, I, I will say this to you for those of you that are going for the very first time. I'm, I'm going to tell you this that it's for deep. It's for us to go deeper in God. You know, in our services, you know, sometimes we preach deep. You know, and it's a good thing. Amen. Because when you preach deep, it means you're growing deeper. 
in God. God never intended for us to stay status quo. Everybody say, Amen. Come on, are you all with me? Amen. I want to go deeper in God and there are some things God has to do to get us deeper. So I begin today with the first question. Keep on playing, I like it. <sighs> today we're going to enter in a book called the Book of Psalms. We read it in our textbook, we read it in the Bible, but let me take you back in time and understand the days of the Old Testament, they don't have any kind of entertainment. They don't have Netflix. They don't have a radio station. They don't even have books. Everything that they have to learn is from oral traditions. Amen. Come on, are you all with me? Amen. And there was a guy that compiled the book of Psalms. We don't know who. Psalms, many scholars say that there are 73 authors. And these were collection of books like, you know, how many of you in, in, in traditional churches, we have this hymn book? It, it, last time, no, 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 what do you call that? A, a screen or, or LCD projector. And, and, and they needed time to remember the goodness of God because many of these were written with different places, different geographical locations. And then they were entertained themselves by singing. And the book of Psalms is really sacred songs or poems. Come on, everybody say amen. You know, I don't know about you, but I sometimes like poem. Roses are red. That's all I know. Violets are blue. But, but they wrote with such an intensity about raw things that they struggle with as, as, as a human being. But yet, at the same time, they did not lose hope in God. They teach us in the book of Psalms how to lament how to be real with God and, and how to yet at the same time give praises to Him at the same time. How do we praise Him? That's why when I look at the book of Psalms, you cannot, if you don't understand the books of Psalms today, folks, you won't understand that it was beautiful music for them when they go, they are led into captivity. So they were singing, you know, uh, songs to remind them about Jerusalem, to remind them about that place that, that, that they call home but they are held captive. But there, in every one of the stories, there is always a result of hope. Just hang in there. I'm not done with you yet. Amen. Are, are you all with me? That when I read the book of Psalms, you know, when people start to whisper, they are in chains. And then they start like, you, you know, like the army, we, we you say, you know, we, we sing songs like, uh, Hey, yo, uh, infantry, we are the men from ITB. Got no time to watch TV, but got time for SOC. So they sing to encourage during the times we, we are told we, 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 we have 20, is it 24 click march? Yeah. Come on, everybody say amen. Come on, all army people wave your hand at me. We, 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 we don't have podcasts. We, don't, we cannot take our iPhones, but we sing to encourage it. Come on, let's do it. Well, you know what? Let's fight for our country. Training to be soldier. Uh, a bit out <laughs> to fight for our land once in our life two years of our time have you ever wondered why this must be 
What? What's next one? Because we love our land and want it to be free. To be free. Yeah! And they were singing songs of remembrance so that they get encouraged during times of captivity, during times of, of refuge. And today I want us to bring you to attention to one of my favorite Psalms and is written by the sons of Korah. Amen. I'm going to explain who the sons of Korah is. Korah has a bad reputation. Amen. Come on, you all remember the rebellion of Korah. But the sons of Korah are a different breed. The sons of Korah, they, they were like the music team. Amen. They were the music team. They were responsible for writing psalms and poetries and they compiled songs together to encourage the people. It's like, 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 like you know, the inject will sell us, you know, when we are walking in the army and they say, one song, then one guy is, will sing, training to be soldier, <laughs> you know, to fight for all land. Then everybody will start to sing. You all remember the hard times that we have to grow through and we sing our way out of that difficult situation. Oh, by the way, before I forget, I want to give God the glory. Amen. Uh, you know, Sister Phoebe, I don't mind me sharing this. Your miracle healing. Amen. She used to have these uh, allergies, especially when she eat egg. Right? Come on, everybody say amen. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I love eggs. I mean, if my diet don't have eggs, I'll die. Every morning, uh, you know, especially in the hotel where we stay in, uh, it's either scramble egg or what sunshine, is it? Sunny side up, okay, I don't know. My wife always order for me. Sunny side up, I say sunshine. I'm sorry, amen. Uh, because it looked like sunshine to me. What, what a smile, right? Come on. So, so, so you know, uh, but the Lord touched her. The Lord healed her during this period of consecration. I don't know about you. I say, my God is a healer. I say again, my God is a healer. I, I didn't even tell you something. I was born in the spirit. I didn't care. In the service, I say, we need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And in the midst of the service, I don't back down. I don't back down. I go after it. People who came into service for the very first time received the Holy Ghost without me saying anything. Folks, I say this, this gospel works. I say this, don't let somebody hammer you down. You got to claim what is yours. And I'm not going to sit down and live my life like an ordinary person because I serve an extraordinary God. Amen. Are, are you all with me? <sighs> Let's go back to the story of Psalms. <laughs> Amen. Sons of Korah, they were people like the musicians. I wish that some of us would study the songs of the Sons of Korah, what they did. I, I was so captivated by the worship team. The praise and worship team, you know, they came, they write songs, you know, what I love to hear sometimes is this, you know, I like to hear some of you write poetry, the lost art of writing poetry, instead of saying roses are red, violets are blue, whatever, you know, uh, the olden times, right, they, they take time to write poetry, to, it's an artistic art of expression towards their God. You know, last time, right, I, I don't know about you, but, but, but we have hits of the 80s. Amen. Come on, are, are you all with me? Amen. You, if, if you miss your good old days, Brother David, you, you know what I'm talking about? You go Spotify. Hits of the 80s. 80s is a weird period because people are confused, don't know what to wear. Baggy pants, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. You know. and, and, and when they play that song, it reminds you 
reminds you of all the nonsense or good things. And likewise, the book of Psalms was like, like in, 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 in the, I think it's uh, Psalms 42 to 49 was written by the sons of Korah and sons of Korah were well known. You know why? Because of the lyrics. Are you with me here today? You know, it'd it, it be likened something like the blues. It's heart-wrenching. You know, the reason why we like soul music or the blues is because it's written from pain. Are you with me here? You know, when you hear those lyrics uh, that is, oh, you can identify, you know, when, when they sing that song, you start to tear because maybe you are in a breakup. Maybe you are in a situation that you are, you can identify. Come on, are you with me? Come on, everybody say amen. Uh, you have the blues, you songs that, that talks about breakup. You know, uh, I was saying that, that you may be singing like, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day, you give it away. Amen. I mean, come on. Uh, uh, some of you, maybe during this period of time, you lost a relationship and you can identify with the music. Say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't play that song again because all these memories will come jargoning into my brains again. Amen. And, 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 and the sons of Korah were known to write heartfelt worship. Amen. So today, let's turn to the book of Psalms 42 and that's where we find Thank you. You can rest now. <sighs> Maybe I'm going to go all over the place. Amen. Psalms chapter 42. I'm going to be trying to slightly divide the Word of God. Again, folks, every time when you read the Word of God, listen very carefully. Do yourself a favor. Find out context. Amen. A lot of preachers like to take one scripture here, take one scripture there, take one scripture here and formulate a whole. I like to study context first. Why it was written? How it was written? When it was written? The geographic location of where it was written? But sometimes cannot find. Amen. Some people say, I think, I thought, oh, they don't know. Because it's an ancient writings. Okay? So, so that's where we need the Spirit of God to give us some idea. Amen. That's why we pray. Amen. So it goes like this, Psalms 42. How, by the way, how many of you love Psalms 42? Maybe you, you, you don't know exactly, but you sing the song like we, we sang this song. As the deer. Okay, let's start. Verse 1, it goes like this. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. Pause for a moment. Have you ever felt that kind of intensity, like this person is giving us a word picture, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul. Uh, you know what, folks, again, this thing that we are talking about here today only works for the hungry and the thirsty. Uh, are you all with me? See, when was the last time they said, wow, Lord, I so long for you. It's like me needing... <sighs> You to satisfy me. I'm like a deer. You know, you know, I, I, you all got to understand this, okay? Deers, they need a lot of water. Water is source, not a resource. Amen. Okay? You, you must understand the animal kingdom. I have an animal in my house. You know the name, Milo. And when he thirsts, he really go for it. You understand, animals don't know how to logic with you. When they are hungry, 
not hangry, but sometimes they are hangry that they will bite you. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, like you, you better not mess around with their food tray or food, food what do you call that? Food bowl because they will attack you. Amen. And likewise, this, this picture of a deer, you know, deer, they run fast. Amen. Are you with me? Because of their running, they need a lot of energy. They need food and they need water. As the deer panted, what? The scripture says, as the deer pants for the water brooks. Pants means it's been a hard day. It's been, I've been running. I've been running uh, uh, in my life. I have quotas to meet. I have, I have things in my life that is draining me. But I look to you as the source of my life. Amen. So pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come? and appear before God. My tears have been my food day and night while they continually say to me, where is your God? Here comes the powerful discipline of remembrance. You know what, folks? I, I pause for a moment here. Let me, let me read this first. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me, for I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of the Lord with a voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that keep a pilgrim feast. Verse 5, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise Him for the help of His countenance. Verse 6, Oh my God, my soul is downcast within me, therefore I I will remember you from the land of Jordan. Three places, Jordan, the heights of Hermon, and Hill Mizad. These are crucial places that I want you to understand. He remember three places, Jordan, heights of Hermon, and the mouth of Mizad. Amen. Okay. And then here comes the favorite scripture in verse 7. Deep callers unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls, all your waves and bellows, bellows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As, the, as with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me while they say to me all day long, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Can we just lift our hands right now ask God to help us? Father, I release a spirit of understanding. I release a spirit of wisdom right now to help us apply. Lord, as we get ready for uh, this HD, God, I pray, God, speak to us. I pray, God, that you will help us. In the name of Jesus, God, help us, lead us, and guide us. Amen. I begin today by talking about the authors. I briefly touched on them. They are the sons of 
Korah. Not everything that is written in the book of Psalms was written by David. There are 73 authors and they are not sure as well because it's a collection of books. And these books were supposed to bring hope that they will sing songs of deliverance. They call it songs of deliverance to remind them, you know, there's a place for music. I say again, Tabernacle of Joy, there is a place for music. Come on, everybody say amen. Music will transport you to a time. And there are some things that, you know, you just can't help it. You, 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 God is trying to use all this of five senses, our ears, our nose, aroma, and all those things to help us remember the goodness of God. Amen. Are you all with me? Amen. There are some songs, you know, uh, I, I still remember the song that Chinatown Point, we used, Storm of the Devil, Storm, Stop. <laughs> remember? Then, 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 you know, songs that I remember that some of you were there, you know, songs like, uh, you know, uh, what, what's that song by Cliff Brown? You know, I say, I, I do, I do, I do. Amen. And, and, and songs like Don Moan brings us back to a particular era of our time, you know, like, like I just want to be where you are. Come on, are you all with me here today? Or oh, songs like, like, Blessed Assurance. Jesus is songs like Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace is always what comes to my mind. Funeral. <laughs> Amen. Okay, are y'all with me here today? You know, uh, 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 and, and and the songs of Korah they they come together. Amen. Sorry, yeah. Uh, and then they 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 they. they Initially, they do not have a good, uh, uh, what do you call it, reputation because of, guess who? Korah. They are the descendants of Korah, a Levite. And many of us know the stories of Numbers chapter 16. He was known for his what? Rebellion. What happened? You all remember, right? Something swallowed him up, the ground, right? Everybody remember that? Say everybody, say praise God. But the good thing is this, right? His descendants did not have that kind of attitude. They, 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 they were people that, that, that knows how to worship God using various ways of instruments and poems, you know, to bring us into the presence of God. And, and the sons of Korah were primarily involved in chorale and musical aspect of the temple worship. Amen. They bring us into the presence. Amen. You know, their whole duty is to bring us into the presence of God with their musical talent. Amen. And, and the sons of Korah, you know, they are responsible writing a few psalms. If you want to write this down, you want to write this down. If not, never mind. Okay. They are responsible for psalms, the book of Psalms, chapter 42, 49, 84, 85, 87, and 88. Amen. They, they were responsible in writing those psalms. Amen. Okay. Uh, I'm going to sidetrack a little bit. You see, why, why am I giving you this? Because it's very important. It's very important. I'll tell you why. You know, uh, the funny thing is we went to PI. We teach PI. Guess what happened? We, we prepare for the wrong class. Eh? Come on, everybody say amen. <laughs> you know, and then the last class I supposed to teach, eh, the class that I think God has a sense of humor. Eh. I don't like the books of numbers. Eh. How many of you like the books of numbers? Wave your hands. But I really dive into the books of numbers and I thought, wow, it's a good book. Eh. 
Then I talk about the different tribe and really study. Like, God has a way. Uh, then I realized that, wow, I have so much appreciation for statistics. Eh? Because the numbers tells us which tribe was prospering, which tribe did not. You know, in, in number chapter one, I just sidetracked a little bit. I want to tell you why studying the Bible is so important. Eh? Numbers chapter one, they take a census. In Numbers chapter 26, they take another census and you compare the numbers. Why? It's different. Why one tribe is increasing in number and why some didn't? Because there were curses pronounced on the tribes. You know what that tells me? Listen, folks, it is important for you to live for God because your descendants were, you don't want to be the one that's the pit stop. This person disobeyed God and because he disobeyed God, guess what happened? It's not God want to torture you. The, sh- the covering of God will no longer be upon your descendants. Eh? It's important for us as believers right now to live for God for the other descendants. If maybe your son is struggling right now, but you got a grandchild, you got somebody down the road. Because of you serving the Lord, God will always remember that person that served God that can change. But you can see in the numbers decrease, okay? There was somewhere, somebody dropped the ball. Amen. That's why you all must study the Bible properly. Take time. Join PI. Otherwise, you don't understand the context behind it. Everybody say, praise God. Come on, everybody say, okay, now let's go back to studying. I begin with, as the deer pants for the water, the Psalms open up with this powerful metaphor about a deer panting. You know, I, I, I need water. You know, again, that's intense. And, and I often have, a, even I ask myself, am I, do I ever felt this way for God? Hello? I mean, we all take for granted, anywhere can buy water one. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. We, we don't know what it means to have no water. Leh. Come on, anybody ever drink water? You can turn on the tap. Do you know it's a miracle for us to turn up a tap? And because of that, right, sometimes we don't understand the depth of that relationship that this scripture is talking about. Amen. Are, are you all with me? You know, uh, in Philippines, everywhere got water, uh, but you cannot drink for the tap. That's the problem. You can't. You drink for the tap, that's, you're going to have something happening to you that night. You know, so, so you have to go look for what? A shop that sells water. Amen. Are you all with me? So, you know, there are times when I read scriptures as the deer panted for the water. I, I pause for a moment and say, God, I don't understand the concept here because my life has been so good. You know, when your life is so good, right? It's good doesn't mean it's good for you. Because we take everything for granted. We complain about our government. My goodness, I tell you, for us to drink water from the tap without, you know, the, 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 when I go to the hotel, the first thing they say, this water is not portable. You know what I'm saying? At first, huh? Portable. Never heard the term portable before. Leh. I thought, yala, the water, of course, is not portable because I'm not going to carry it out. Ma. Portable. Ma. You know, but it really means that it's not healthy for us to drink. Eh. You understand what I'm saying? The, it's only good for flushing and wash your teeth and get it all out. Leh. 
Never drink it less. So, so for me to understand this verse, I, I really don't understand. And then, you know, this, this particular uh, uh, Psalms 42, many scholars believe that it was written in a time when, 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 when the children of Israel were held captive in the land of Babylon. Amen. They didn't have the freedom that they used to have. Sometimes it's right. We, got, we need to be, you know, allowing sometimes, right, us strip from our freedom. Then we understand how good we have it. Hello? Are you with me here? Amen. I mean, they didn't have the freedom. They were prisoners. They, they were held captive, you know. And, and the story of the Babylonian, how they treated uh, the children of Israel was bad. Eh? I mean, just imagine all the men that was captured. Guess what the first thing they do? You go, they take away your, your manhood. Eh? Hello? Isn't that too much or not? That was the kind of time. I mean, just imagine. Oh, wait, come, let's go. <laughs> all us, all captured. The first thing they do is to take away the ability to reproduce. Eh? <laughs> so that you cannot grow your generations. Eh? Let me tell you something. The spirit of Antichrist wants to take away our, 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 our reproductive organs in the, as a church. And, 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 and he will fill you with any kind of program that, that will take you away from making disciples because guess what? The seed works. And we know the seed is the word of God. So we have to be very careful that we allow ourselves to be so consumed with programs that take away us from sowing the word of God. That can, can, can change lives. Come on, everybody say praise God. You know, so it was a time where, where they were under great stress, great persecution, and then it moves on. It says, my tears, in verse 3, my tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? I mean, just imagine they were living in such captivity, such, that such cruel thing, and then the taskmaster is giving them all kinds of, oh, where is your God? You say, God is good, really? Where is your God? Well, this tells me about sometimes when we suffer for righteousness sake, that people will ask you, where is your God? You've been praying for this sickness, but you're still sick, what? Where is your God? Amen. And this taunting thoughts, whether it's spiritual or whether it's physical, you know, it, 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 it taunts this, this, the sons of Korah. And it's so grateful because I, I, I love this because it tells us in life, nothing is smooth sailing. We have some spiritual battles. People will taunt us. The spirit world will taunt us. Amen. Are you all with me here today? You know, and then it goes on uh, 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 in verse 4. These things I remember, so I pour out my soul. How I used to go to the house of God under protection of the mighty one with shouts of joy and praise among the festival throng. Amen. Again, you know what? I, I, I don't know about you, but I realize one thing. Eh? Nowadays, uh, people remember bad things. Eh? In 1984, I still remember when my hair was orange. You did this to me. You did this. Can we not use remembrance for the right purpose? That's why we want our children to go DCD. That's why they need to see the move of God. Because they have to say, oh, when I was young, I remember the proof of God. I remember how God touched me. How God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Oh, how God. Come on, we are trying. This DCD is not just about us. It's about giving a legacy to our children to see how God will move. 
Are, are you with me here again? Amen. They need to see us praise God. They need to see us lift up holy hands. They need to see the glory of the Lord so that it can be a memorial stones for them. Amen. Come on, are, are you with me? So don't remember all the bad things. Everybody say amen. Remember the goodness of God. If you want to keep memory, keep memory of the goodness of God, how He has done, what He has done for me and how He has done it personally for me. And then he starts to encourage himself. Why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. You see, folks, this tells me sometimes God will place you in a place where you have no choice but to encourage yourself. You cannot be codependent on people. If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't come, for yet, there must be for yet. For yet I will praise Him. My God has been so good to me. For yet I will praise Him. And then he start to, maybe I don't know what, he start to open the book of Psalms. Let's read. Psalms 150, praise the Lord. Amen. I don't know what he thinks, but, 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 but he remembered the songs that were sung in the temple. He remembered the song that, 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 that they were taught in Sunday school. I don't know whether they have songs in Sunday school, but the children were there. They were thinking, Jesus loves me, this I know, because the Bible tells me so. You know, it's very strange, right? That children uh, can remember songs there. Eh? You know, they will tell you, oh, I see all the, I saw Aiden. Wow, what famous for, famous for. He still can do the pattern, everything, a pattern, liao liao. I'm like, my goodness, this guy can't even read the book. Yet. He said, wow, famous for, come on. You know what I'm talking about, parents? You see them doing it, wow, all the songs, amen. These are songs that they learn where? From you, from you, from you. That's why we got to keep on singing songs of goodness of God. Amen. Yeah, you know what? I love it when I saw Maddie. You know, uh, uh, Abby was just showing me a video and she was worshiping God. Wow, like Elvin Tanz, yeah? Yeah, worshiping God. I mean, I say that that's it, man. Come on. Parents, you show the example. You don't, you don't tell your children to praise God when you are not here down on the altar and you're sitting down there. Hello? Is it my children not praise God? Uh, have, have you seen yourself lately? Children are imitators. I still remember when my son was young, he imitated everybody in church. Oh my goodness, how they received the Holy Ghost also imitate. I, I say, okay, do this person, do this person, everything come out. You know why? Because his eyes are looking. Folks, hear me now. Children, look at you. Children, hears what's going on in the home. They mimic you. They mimic your quarrels. They mimic, if you don't respect your husband, they won't respect you. Hello, I'm back home. Amen. You, where do you think they learn how to be rude? Talk back. Where? The books are. And Josh talked back to the parents. They never learned that from them. They hear the quarrels. They see you, the way you treat your husband and your spiritual authority. Hello, you love me? Don't think that the kids don't know. Like, they know. They know. Because walls have years. Uh, hello? Hey, why they talk so rude to me? Well, who? The, I have never read a book uh, 
that teach children how to be rude. Come on, everybody say, you still love me or you want me to go back to the Philippines? I'm fine. <laughs> Come on, everybody say, praise God. Always remember, if you got any disagreement, go in the room and settle it. Amen. This is good advice. You know, even though your husband may not be thinking right, I, I, I want to use the word idiot, but no. Uh, maybe your husband is not thinking right, they are just angry. Sometimes I'm just an idiot. Uh, can all the men say amen? I got my ego to deal with. And then my wife tell me certain things. I say, wow, who you think you are? You holy, yeah? Uh, you know, we can do things like that. Then after that, I still remember the time. I say, Tim, I'm not fighting with you. I'm just I'm your friend. Then after that, I go inside the room. I say, yeah. Then I hurt her so badly. Leh. I call her names. I can argue her. I close her spirit. Man, when a, ch- when, when a woman's spirit is closed, there's something that you have done. Amen. Then you have to gently open it up again. Are you all with me here today? Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Come on. I'm not, saying that you, I'm not saying that you are a slave, but there's a right way to do certain things. You want to disagree? Fine. Go inside the room and disagree, and then you pray until you find union, unity. Everybody say, amen. Okay, everybody say, Amen. Then comes this verse. I love this verse so much. You know, uh, my soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of Jordan. I I start to search Jordan. What's so unique about Jordan? Remember, significant things. The crossing of Jordan was a powerful thing. Amen. Jordan was a sign of, uh, uh, if I can say this, uh, a transition, a sign of renewal. They are crossing Jordan. Jordan was a place where they found God in their transition going out to the land of Canaan. They, 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 they found God in a new way that they've never seen God before. The rivers opened up. There was a new transition for this generation. They found Jordan. And there are times when we come to church, we need to find our Jordan. There's a transition that will take place better is DCD whether in the service that's why you have to always be in the service because you never know where the times of transition will be there'll be days where God will touch you there'll be days it's none but nevertheless you know why I show up I show up because anytime there's going to be a transition I want to be there brother Willoughby say this to me do whatever you think you know what listen listen here you know we were talking about it how many times you miss DCD I say none none Pastor Nan, my wife one time. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she did it because of an exam. And she was with me online, crying. I want to be there. I want to be there. You know, I, I worry for your soul. If you don't feel like transitions and miracles, the land of Jordan is important. Hello? You see, you know, we were toying on the idea whether uh, we're going to have Joy Kids Camp again. Then I say, I think we better have because we need a lens of transition. We need a land of transition. We need a place where God, they can surrender to God and they can have their miracle where God touched them. Come on, everybody say, because there'll be a time when they're going to be dead and dull and dry in a Christian world. They, they're going to be losing their, 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 they will be persecuted for righteousness sake. But then every time when, when they start to be alone, there are all these memories of, of, of kids' church, all those memories of, of, that's why we have a kids' church there, not because we, we are wanting to have just a babysitting program. 
program. That's why leaders and Sunday school teachers, you cannot take this for granted. Say, God, this may be a day where they can have their Jordan. Lord, this may be a day. That's why musicians, we are resting for consecration because you never know that, that it'll be somebody's Jordan. Come on, are you with me? I, I'm here today they're saying that every Sunday service is spiritual warfare. Because you never know how God will minister. We've got to be empty vessels that He can flow through and not have our own agendas. Let me, let me tell you something amazing. I hear stories and stories of people say this, that well, when I come to church, I, I tell God, if you sing this song, I know you're real. And then thank God that the worship leader was prayerful. And then he said, I don't know why I choose to sing this old song. I, I don't know why. And she sing a soul song, then all the musicians are, huh? And the person ran down the altar and screamed out, I know you are real, leh. because you sang that song. Leh. Because I put it, I told God, leh, if you sing this song, I know you are real. Leh. Amen. Come on, are you all with me here today? Come on, wave your hand at me. And then there's another person that came here first time. I said, God, if this is the church, right? You know, my favorite song is this song. If, if you sing this song, I'll stay in the church. And guess what? They sang the song. Nani? Nani, I think it's what, what, right? What in Japanese? You see, we cannot just plan programs one there. That's why sometimes when people ask me, Pastor, why are you preaching? I say, you know what? You keep on pushing me. I don't know. I also don't know. I wish I get the message earlier, right or not? Come on. Okay, y'all don't. Okay, I'll let y'all preach one day, then you understand. I say, sometimes I, I, I'm waiting on it. Come, God, come. Come quickly, please. Through the PowerPoint asking me already. Oh, God, message or not. Lord, come, Jesus, come. Lord, speak to me. Then until last minute, huh, I prepare standby because cannot be blank. Ma. Right? Come on. I, I must be prepared. What? I come here and say, uh, sorry, the Lord haven't spoken yet. <laughs> I, I can't. Right? Then I prepare already. Leh. I thought you was the message and God said, I change it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you, our Lord. They say, who you want to trust? Your intellectual ability is starting on my voice. Are you all with me here today? Amen. Because it's a relationship that we're talking about. Okay, Jordan, you know, references of Jordan, you can find it in Joshua chapter 3, verse 4, 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 6 and 14, Matthew chapter 3, verse 13 and 17, when John the Baptist baptized Jesus. So there were, were transitional points. Jordan is very important, but not only we need Jordan, we need Mount Hermon. Amen. Hermon. Okay, this is the highest point of Israel, known for its majesty. Mike often associated with grandeur and the presence of God. Mount Hermon is less frequently mentioned, but it holds significance as a high majestic mountain. Deuteronomy chapter 3 verse 8 and 9. Songs of Solomon chapter 4 verse 8. Again, you know, again, some people, okay, I cannot use the scripture because it didn't say. Some people say that the Mount of Hermon is the Mount of Transfiguration. You know, the transfiguration happened there. It was a transforming point where you meet the glory of God and God changed all your desire. Amen. Not only you, you, you got to have some transitional place, but you got to have a place where God will meet you and change you. Change your career. change your, And then you know you change as a person. Do you know why? Because your children and all these people around you will see, wow, dad, you change. Eh? Amen. Because if I meet God, something will happen. Eh? 
Amen. I change as a person. Eh? I change in my whole persona. You know, I, I, I tell people, right, I, I'm actually very... Uh, I, let me ask you this question. Do you think I'm introverted or extroverted? Anybody? Who dare to try? I'm a very, very introverted personality, but I look like I'm extroverted. Amen. You know what's my favorite thing to do? Nothing. <laughs> I just like to sit down there on my massage chair, Ogawa. If you ask my children, sometimes I say, just sit down there. Then my wife come in and say, hey, I want to pack. Hey, can I help you? I say, don't interrupt me. You ask me the question, you interrupt me already. I'm in my Ogawa. My mouth. Come on. <laughs> it transforms, regroup. Because ministering sometimes can give you everything out. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. So there are times when, when we remember how God ministered to us, whether it's a DCD, what year? When some of you have great, you know, I, I, I remember Tai, you, 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 where are you, Tai? Yeah, you, you, you journal a lot of things, one. And, and then you share your journal with me about how God transformed you in your desires and you put Him first. You know, and then we, we, we draw strength from that. Amen. Are you all with me? Amen. It's a point of transformation. We need not only points of transition and refreshing, we also need points of transformation. Amen. And then here comes the mysterious one. I searched the whole scripture for this one. Mao Miza. In the Bible, I look for it like crazy. Don't have leh. The only time it was mentioned is Psalms 42 verse 6. Leh. Amen. So many people believe that it's a symbolic of a personal reference with God, that you have a personal relationship with God. It's mystery. In fact, some people go to the extreme that Mount Mizar is a poetic word for Mount Sinai. So you know what it means? Huh? It means, right, all of us got a place that we meet God personally. Uh, let me give you an example. I, I don't know whether y'all remember the illustration. Uh, Dover Road used to have 10 tennis courts. Anybody know that? You who, those who stay in Dover Road. 10 tennis courts. Court number 10 and court number 5 is my Mount Miza. You know why I go there? Because I can scream out my head out loud, say, I love you, Lord. If I scream out in the HDB flat, people call the Mad People Hospital and come and arrest me. But that's the time where I pour out and I dance before the Lord. At least people were thinking I will not be crazy. Last time, no handphone. Last time, when you, now you talk very normal. People think that you are on the handphone or whatever. If I talk like that, when I go pray, people will call it, hey, Xiao Lang, Xiao Lang. Now everybody's xiao because they're talking either with the earpods or what. Hello, tomorrow, okay. You know, I say, huh? what are you talking about? You know, they are talking on the, but, but, but I have this moment with God. That, 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 that's why it's not descriptive because all of us got that moment with God. If you don't have that moment with God, find that place where you can surrender to Him. Find a place you remember. Then, then there's this place, uh, I always remember Kalang MRT when I was working shift. No, no bus. No grab. Taxi too expensive. I will stop at Kalang and walk to my working place and I, and I, I, I pray and I sing praises. I still remember the song that I sing to them. In these quiet, dark moments, I will praise you, Lord. 
I still remember the song. Eh? I will praise you, Lord. Then I'll sing in the spirit. This is my Mount Mizar. Every one of you have your Mount Mizar. That's why you need to develop a place of consecration, a place of dedication, a place where it's a personal author. Thank God for public authors, but you also got to, you also got to have your private moments with God. Are you all with me? Some of you were telling me national service. I remember your story. You say, oh, hey, Pastor, I got living logos to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I, then you start doing your living logos. Say, oh, good, oh, good, oh, good. I was like, huh? Okay, oh, praise God. That's your mazad. <laughs> Amen. And you know, the moments that, that I don't know where you, you met God face to face and He ministered to you. He poured Himself to you. He reveals Himself to you. You know what I'm afraid of is that in, in these last days, we, we don't have people that have a walk with God. They re always rely on the church walk with God. They always rely on your wife. They always rely on your father. You always rely on, the, on somebody. The church must, must create a presence for you. Then you feel God. That you don't know how to have that quiet moments and, and say, God, I remember the time. I remember, I remember when you healed my son. I remember when you touched my father. You filled him with the Holy Ghost. I remember. How can I deny you? God has been so good. Amen. But, but again, God is waiting to write your story. But you need to let him in. Stories that he will do for you personally, your personal things that he will do. I tell you, Christian life not boring one. If you allow him to write your stories, he will write your stories. I've been to many countries. I've seen the great things happen. I've seen how people come and tell me, oh, you didn't know. I was listening to a podcast. That podcast really encouraged me. I said, huh? <laughs> I was struggling with the podcast. But then after that, you know, they say, oh, that prayer just moved me. You never know. Make yourself available. And build. Miza. Amen. Everybody say amen. Again, these are specific locations served to pain and emotional. Listen, an emotion and spiritual landscape. Amen. That we all have to develop in our own self. You got to own your walk with God. You cannot rely on somebody. You cannot rely on your pastor. You cannot rely. You have to encourage yourself. And how you encourage yourself is that right now, if there is no fear, if there's nothing, you should invest in your walk with God. You should pray and fast. You should do things because you know what? I cannot ride on somebody's walk. Amen. And here comes something that, that I want to talk about. Okay, all these are introduction. Let me see what time. Still early. <laughs> now comes the part that I already want to talk about. Then it says this. No? Deep calls to deep. Or the King James Version says, deep calleth unto deep. In the roar whew, of your waterfall. And breakers or bellows have swept over me. Amen. Okay, this is a poetic part of Psalms that, that he paints a picture that, 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 that first of all, this thing called deep. Amen. Everybody say deep. Deep calls to deep. You know, you know when you think about deep, you know, I, I was doing some research, you know, deep. You know, my son and a few of you all went to go get your license in scuba diving. Amen. And I asked him, how many meters? He told me 80 meters only. License allowed. Is it? One eight only. One eight meter. I thought eight zero. <laughs> you know, 18 eh. 
Because every time when you go deeper, right? More pressure. Hello? And there's something that will bring you deeper that cause curiosity. Leh. 18 meters, sometimes you still cannot hit the floor. Leh. You want to see the corals, ma? Say, hey, you like that, I still cannot see. Eh. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? That you cannot go deeper than that. Leh. Or you can, but you have to be very careful how you go into it. Leh. You want to come up, also be careful. Leh. So deep here symbolizes mysterious. But yet, unload. And it lures us. It's like, 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 you know, you hear people talking about DCD, their touch of God. He said, wow, very mystical. Eh? Brother Sam, you teach us. Huh? Very mystical. Eh? Your walk with God, like very, very mystical one. Eh? It's just like, eat durian, very mystical, very nice, but you don't know. It's very, very nice. Eh? Because some things cannot be talked about. You must be calling you. Eh? Amen. Are, are you all with me? You know, some people... You know, because of the stuff they have, remember the good things they have, don't let your good things become idols. Bad things will never be your idol. Hello? Wow, everybody's sleeping, praise God. I thought it was quite exciting. I think good things, huh? good things, huh? have the tendency to become your idols. Eh? That it will, all this comfort that you have, yeah, sweet, sweet, yeah. Uh, Siao will go down. Oh, but God wants us to go deeper. Leh. I mean, I, I met a lot of Christians. They don't know what a Christian life is. Oh, be good, oh. Don't, don't, don't do bad can already. Uh, uh, hello? That's religion. That's not, was never meant to be Christianity. Christianity was meant to be deep. So deep that, 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 that you know God is real. I liken unto this, right? Deep. Leh. You know, it's, how many of you ever know this feeling before? Leh? You know, you go swimming. How many of you ever drowned before? Drowned before. Almost drowned. But how many of you drowned? Wow, Charlene, you drowned. You're still alive, praise God. Or is that an angel? <laughs> you know, when, when you go deep, right? You, you suddenly know that... that Either something happens or I die. And then, you know what happened? When somebody is struggling in the deep, right, you don't want to help them. Why do you pull you down and you drown together with them? Are you all with me? This, this lichen into the deep, call unto deep. You see, you're going, to, ah, when you give up in life, then he'll pick you up. When you die, that's why the scripture says, when you die, then you leave. Are you with me here again? Again, this, this whole idea talks about profound depth, the meaning of deep in this context means, you know, deep and vast, it applies an immeasurable depth that goes beyond the surface level, reaching into the very core or essence of something. Sometimes God will allow you to go so deep by giving you trials in your life until the only thing that can sustain you is God. Let, let me give you an example. You know, my father, self-made man. Everything also can. You know, his medical bills don't even need to pay a single cent. Well, it rhymes some more. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 and, and, and medical science has always been his, 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 his idol because, you know, my father always proudly say, name it, I got it, ha, 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 and I'm still living. Until one day, when the doctor says, this surgery is 50-50. Either you go in, you're gone, or come out. 
And then he, I feel like he was drowning. I feel like he, he, he didn't know what to do. And I still remember walking with him. The, I, I, I walked with him to the surgical table. Wow, you know, that, uh, I walked with him. And then first time in my life, right, he grabbed hold of my hand and said this, I'm afraid. I love you. I don't know whether I'm going to come, but I'm afraid. And everything within me cries out. I say, let me pray for you, Dad. Yes, please. Sometimes God allow us to so go like we are sinking. You, you hear what I'm saying? So that He will remove all your security blanket. So that He can become your security. It's called deep collar, deep left. It's, it's a deep hurt that some of us go through so that He can give you deep remedy. You hear what I'm trying to say? It's a profound depth. So, you know, but, but again, sometimes we ourselves don't want to go there because we are all allergic to pain. Nah. You understand what I'm saying? We all don't want, how many of you say I love pain? Raise your hands, I pray for you. I scared for, hey, beat me harder, beat me. <laughs> you know, uh, you know and, and, and sometimes God allow us to go to pain to get us into a, the deeper essence of things in our lives, our insecurity, our strongholds that we are trying to hide, our fear that we are trying to hide, but God have to just let it out. God have to squeeze you until everything come out that to let you know who you are. Amen. And then when He let you know your essence of who you are, then you will realize, I need God. Amen. I need God. It's a very painful, it's like squeezing all the, you know, it's just like, you know, uh, uh, if I can put it this way, if you don't, you don't squeeze the olive, you will not get the oil. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Are, are you all with me here? Am I making sense? You know, it's also talk, this deep talk, so, so deep, you know, when, when someone says, oh, you are deep, it means that, that this, this thing that you are talking about is, is, is emotionally and spiritually intense. Amen. Not, not just a uh, religion that feels good. Eh? Oh, I, I, I had a God moment in our, our PI. I, I say that, you know what, God wants to deal with your identity. If you don't deal with your identity in Christ, right? Everything will show that you don't lack, you lack, you have an identity crisis. And, and, and the Lord starts to minister, the Lord starts to talk about inner vows and I start to operate in the spirit. Sister Weir was there. All six people went down on their knees and go deep in the spirit and groan in the spirit and pray in tongues eh? because they have made some inner vows. You know, inner vows when you see you're hurt. You say, I don't want anybody to hurt me anymore. So they, 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 they want to love totally because they want to be self-protective. And they are not deep. It's just superficial. They, they talk to you. It's just like when somebody made an inner vow, I can tell you this, uh, they're, they're at a point of getting married. Uh, then suddenly they troubled uh, because they're so afraid. They are so afraid about going deep because you know what? They know what's in them. There's a reason why some people don't make commitments because you know what? I know what's in me. But God sometimes, right, want to address that issue and let you go deep because you made some inner vows. And God says, I'm here to destroy that. I'm here to, you need to renounce that inner vows in your head. Your inner vows are saying, I won't let somebody hurt me anymore. I won't let this happen to me again. And then you start to, 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 to have this self-defense mechanism before someone can hurt you. And your depth of your relationship is very shallow. You just high and by. Praise the Lord, everybody. 
And when we sit down, and, 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 and that's why I, I realized that care groups doesn't work with everybody. Because they don't want to go down there and waste their time and be fluffy. Hello. Amen. Hi, praise God. Uh, how was your day? Mm, okay, oh, mm, uh, okay. Who wants to be in power that? I want to be in a deep relationship where my friend cannot judge. I want to be in deep relationship. I want to be in deep relationship with my wife. After all, you're married to her. Like. If you cannot go deep with her, then how? If you cannot go deep with your wife, then you have to look for someone else to deep and that's dangerous. Are you here with me? Wave your hand. You see, God wants to bring those things up that, that, that sometimes, right, is, it, that's an emotional struggle. You don't know what to do. And, 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 and here's another thing about deep. Deep, call on to deep. Also can meet, okay, the mysteries and the vastness of God's healing power. Amen. Come on, everybody say amen. The unfathomable nature of God. That yes, with this pain, I, I will get to know a God that I've never known before. Amen. You know, when I hear people talk, I can hear their depth of their relationship. Amen. Some people treat God like they are Santa Claus. They will start to sing, you better not cry. I'm telling you why. Jesus Christ is coming to town. Jesus Christ is coming to town. Jesus Christ is coming to town. He knows when you asleep. He knows when you were in bed or good. So be good for goodness sake. Christmas around the corner. Some people treat him that way. Never experience the true depth of being a child of God. The true depth of being a vulnerable and open to his spirit where he can mold you, where he can reveal himself to you, where he can take you back in time to the areas where you made that inner vow and heal you as a child of God that he can go back in time. You know, my God is not bound. You see, even though those experiences, right, is over, is done with, we still got memories of it. But guess what happened? My God is able to go back into time. And then when you are alone, He says, I'm with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Come, now you're not alone. And He touched your heart. He healed that, that, that I, I call it, some of us have this orphan spirit. Amen. We feel that we're always alone. You're not alone. That's why the Jesus, Jesus says, I, I leave you not as orphans. I, another word says, I, 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 another translation, I, I leave you not as comfortless. The comforter is coming, the great I am, the one that takes center stage, the one that says that, that, that you know, he come to heal the brokenhearted, the one that can restore, the one that, that, that if our parents fail us, guess what happened? We have Abba Father, that you're no longer bound by fear. Amen. I'm tired of living in fear. Very tiring one. Eh? Because I always have to prove myself. Always have to prove my identity. You know the first thing that Jesus struggled with? The first temptation. You know what your first temptation is? I'll tell you what it is. Identity. Because he said, if you are the son of God. If you are the son of God. Do this. If you are the son. Let me tell you what the apostolic church or the Christian church is struggling most with. You struggle with that God is your father. Because you cannot give excuse anymore. He can turn all things around. Hello? Come on. 
Sometimes I feel like calling you up, say, "Hey, lao pei kao wa le." He gong du jing gu bo kao wa gong wei. No boy kao ye. Sometimes I feel like saying that. Okay, translation. Okay, father call me. You never talk to him for a long time. Why you upset ah? Because I, I my God is real leh. I treat him like why lao pei leh. Lao pei lao ba. Uh, maybe I call it Sing Pei. New. <laughs> you didn't get it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> my, my personal joke. Okay, I had that in my head. Everybody say praise God. You know, deep, color deep. And then here's the beautiful part. Okay, it goes in the roar of the waterfall. How many of you have been to waterfall before? Amen. Wave your hand. How many of you ever hear the roar? I remember we had a mission team, right? We brought you to the waterfall. Wow, tell you a Singapore waterfall fake one. <laughs> I just tell you honestly, Singapore waterfall, I look at it, wow, gardens by the bay, the waterfall, I need to go here, wow. You know, it's man-made, but when you go to the real waterfall, remember, the water is drawing you, really, it's like the roar. You know, it's like, I don't know how to tell you, oh, everything is big roar, and you can't hear, huh, huh, huh. You know, you can't hear that. Like, and, and those of you that were in mission trip, you all tell me, oh, you're going to the, the, the cold water, but you never tell me cold. Like. I, I, then I say, okay, la, since you're joined, la, the leader also got to join. La. So I join. Like, <laughs> I got a root awakening. But the worst part of it is that the current that push you. I, they, you all remember, you almost lost your pastor. Thank you. It, because the waves and bellows is really massive wave uh, has carried me and I couldn't even touch the ground. Why? Number one, the stones were so sharp. Swimming pool is not a real pond. Hello? You know, when I was on my knees, right, I was in pain because of the rocks that was on the ground. And I lift my legs, they just push me away. Then you should see Sister Nancy and Pastor Doji face. There goes my pastor. <laughs> just carried me away. But thank God, I managed to find some grounding or somebody saved me. I don't know who you are, but I love you. I, because you saved me, I am... Grateful that I can see my granddaughter. Otherwise, I'll be down the stream somewhere. Uh, then you will have a news. Uh, man of God, pastor of Tabernacle, just lost somewhere in the waterfall. But, but I, I, I remember, right, that, that sometimes, right, before God can take us over, we must surrender and trust Him in the processes. Hello? And then that, through that, right, deep colored unto deep land. That there's a survival instinct. You know what? Besides a survival instinct, there's also a spiritual instinct that I have. I want to go deeper in you. Because somehow or other, you trusted God enough that you surrender. You hear me? Even though you want to control your life, also cannot. Too bad. Here we go. Here we go. You can't do anything. You say, hey, 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 you just carry it away and then all your plans, all your stuff don't work anymore and you just trust. And this is called deep collar deep. Leh. 
Amen. And there are times when you when 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 when, when that happens, right? You know, I I, I want to share with you that that sometimes, right, that God allows trials. Is if I, if I can put it this way, as humbly as I can, he, Philippians chapter three verse ten, he tells us this that I may know. Okay, Hebrews chapter ten. Come, uh, so not Hebrews. Uh, Philippians chapter three verse ten. Okay, everybody say praise the Lord. Are you with me here? Well, what I'm trying to tell you today is that in your Christian life, there's ups and flows. Amen. Try to plan on. You plan on. You plan on. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't plan. You plan the best. If the Lord wills, so be it. But there are good days and there are bad days. There are days that you cannot control anything. There are days that you don't know what you're doing. Come on. There are days that you just despise and there are days that it's just good. Then this Psalms was written for those people that are struggling, you know, with their emotions and all kinds of stuff is coming up. And, and you know what? It's okay to lament. It's okay to say, God, I, that's why I love these Psalms because he can pray like that one. Nah. Okay, Lord, I also pray. Oh, Lord, they thought, oh. You know, where are you, Lord? I, I, I'm confused. I, I, you know what? Uh, I, I, there's a deep collar unto deep, but I don't know what you're doing. Then Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. I love this part. He says that, that I may know Him. Everybody say know Him. And the power of His what? His resurrection. Okay, all of us like the power of the resurrection. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Uh, then we sing the song, oh, uh, there is power, power, wonder working power in the blood. Oh, we shout the power of resurrection. Oh, newness have life. But then it goes on. And wait, the fellowship of his sufferings. Being made conformable unto his death. There's a place that sometimes God will bring us to a place of suffering. Everybody say amen. And, and, and it's like a, a, a deep of man's need color unto the deep of God's fullness. If I can put it this way, the, 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 the deepness of your need will look up to God's deepest fullness. If I can put it another way, okay. I know this sounds horrible, but you have no choice when the doctor's going to bring you to the surgical ward and they say, 90, 10. Your friends, your doctor can't do anything. You hear me? And then there's a need, a deep need of survival. I need to be healed. But no one else can help me except God. Amen. Amen. And God sometimes will bring us to that place. Everybody say, praise God. Come on, everybody say, you know, again, let, let me say this as kindly as I can. This fellowship in suffering is not about seeking pain, but recognizing that in times of suffering, disciples are not alone. Amen. I'm not asking you to go and beat yourself up. Like, please. There are times where there is suffering in this world and, and through that suffering that God revealed himself for a deeper dimension and essence of him. Amen. Everybody say praise God. It's just like when, 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 when you have water everywhere, you won't be appreciative of water until suddenly they cut off the water supply or the Singapore. You know, it's human nature. You know, nobody will come for prayer meeting until it hits home. Come on. Hello? 
but needs your healing. Then you say, okay, you know what? I need to go. But remember this, eh? after you receive your healing, you need to get on your knees and pray for other people's healing because we do that all the time. You hear me now? Amen. You want protection, then you protect someone. Amen. You want faith, then you give someone faith. You hear me now? You know, if, if God never just allow you to just go through, if God's been good to you, if, if you have been a, a person, a recipient of a, a, a UTB, then become a UTB teacher. Amen. Are, are you with me here? Amen. You know, again, it, when we read this scripture, right, I, I just want to help us remember that being a Christian is not all a bed of roses. One. Sometimes God will have to instigate deeper desire because you know what? You are just comfortable. Amen. Are you all with me? Oh, you're just comfortable. Let me throw in some. Oh, maybe let me take my protection off you and let you suffer some cancer so that you ask yourself what's really important in life, isn't it? No, I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, right? When people... People are different when they know that they are going to die. I know that some of you are close to that. They know that report. You, your, your whole perspective uh, changes. You see, and sometimes some of you will beg God, oh Lord, if, if, come on, how many of you beg God before? Come on, I beg God. I say, Lord, just, just help me this time around. Lah. Next time, uh, uh, if this happened to me again, I will not do this. I, come on, how many of you would do that before? I do that all the time. But then after that, go back like, because flesh is too strong. Amen. Every time promise God, God heal me, do this, do this, do this. Then God does it. <laughs> then God say, I have human nature. So let me have the fountain, uh, water fountain come. The roar. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. And, and this, this DCD, okay, here's what I want us to do. We're going there, people coming from all walks of life. If your life is good, I praise God for that. If your life is good, bless someone else. Thank you. Thank you. If your life is going through a tough time, sometimes at DCD, don't fight with God, surrender. And allow Him to do the great deep work in you. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Then we, we move on to verse 8. I'm going to go quickly now. By the day the Lord directs His love, at night His song is with me. A prayer to God for my life. Then He goes on. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? Why my soul, are you so downcast? You see, God sometimes don't even answer and He has to answer Himself. Your experience with God, isn't that enough? Your experience with God, isn't it? Why is my soul downcast? You got to talk to yourself. How many of you talk to yourself? I have to learn how to encourage myself. I'm not being uh, crazy there. But Sometimes when no one talks to me, the world will talk to me. The world will say, hey, see ya. Just jump down la. The world will be a better place. You are a loser. You know what? Uh, um, uh, why, you know why Christians so difficult? 
Alamak, you pastor so so difficult. You know, you jump lah. You, you think pastor go through suicidal thoughts? I tell you, number one suicidal case are pastors. Eh? I can hear the voice of the enemy every night. Eh? But I learn how to wrestle with him. Amen. There are voices that is coming out in the airways. There are voices that are coming out in the TikTok. There are voices coming out YouTube, Instagram, all kinds of voices. You better know how to encourage yourself. You better have some experience. You better anchor yourself with Jesus Christ. Everybody say amen. So again, he tells himself, why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God for I will let yet our Yet praise Him, my Saviour and my God. You see, when the moments of dryness, you know, you need to stop for a moment and say that, you know what, God is not done with me. If He's done with me, I will die already. Then you start to sing, for yet I will praise Him. You start to say, Lord, I praise you. Sometimes if you cannot, they book, take the book of Psalms and sing Psalms. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him in the morning. Praise Him in the new time. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise Him when the sun goes down. And then love Him. Come on. Love Him. Love Him in the morning. Praise. You know, you got to encourage yourself in the Lord because God has done so many. You got to defend your walk. The fight of faith is really a fight to defend your relationship with God. Eh? No, my God is not like that. Oh, some people say fight of faith is a devil. No, you got to fight to say, I'm going to trust Him. I'm going to trust Him no matter what happens, no matter what happens, no matter this, this thing that I'm going through. Guess what? My God is victorious. Amen. He is victorious. He is able. He is the great I am. Come on. I will not lose my hope. I will yet trust Him. Yes, there are moments where I feel this way, but I'm not going to stay down. I'm going to encourage myself in the Lord. I begin to remember my mouth. Uh, I remember Jordan. Oh, Jordan can mean water baptism as well because it was the Jordan River that, 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 that they crossed. Amen. Your Jordan, you need to say, God, you, when I was born again, it's no longer that I lived. I live for you. Amen. I remember you fill me with the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm walking the new transition into my my new life. I'm not going to give up because you haven't given up on me yet. Amen. And then there are times where, where I hope you can see the contrast. That you see this is a spiritual warfare. That the person some spiritual warfare you have to fight alone. Amen. Are, are you all with me here? Some things you just got to fight alone. Everybody say praise God. You know when all your friends leave you, God says I will never leave you nor forsake you. And you know what? Your children need to see you stand. Because at the same the people will fail us. Eh? But the person that never fails us is Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Then again, he goes on to, uh, uh, you, know, uh, you know, acknowledging God, you are in control. I don't quite understand. Trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean on, on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. So here's what I want you to do. Amen. DCD, okay? Here comes application. Some of us, we are all in different places with God. But I need you to go deeper. I need you to stretch. Thank you. 
stretch. Some of you never have received the Holy Ghost. It's been a while since you've let someone pray you through the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm expecting? I'm going to tell you what the church has. It's not about whether you need anything. Sometimes hunger expresses, I want to go deeper. I'm not sad. You know what? Some people think, hey, we must come out and pray, man. I'm not saying the sinner's prayer. By the way, I don't believe in the sinner's prayer. I believe that you be filled with the Holy Ghost. It's not about that. It's about renewing your transitions, renewing your Jordans, renewing your Mizar, renewing all those experiences that is there. You need to come in and then it's a scary thought, right? Because you know what? You're going to close your eyes. Then suddenly you're going to deep. Leh. And then suddenly, right, the thing that will propel you up is you say, God, I need to touch you. God, I'm not going to leave this place until I touch you. Like, like the woman with the issue of blood. Remember this, that she had to press in there. Okay, it means this, that you know, in the service, we pray for people and everything, like, but you yourself got to, got to press in there. You got to close in. You got to pray. You got to seek God. You got to pray until you... you, you it's not that God uh, 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 so difficult one, man. No, no, no. It's about pushing. Pushing by your intellectual mind. Pushing by your hurts. Pushing. Just pushing in a little bit more. I call this push prayer. Amen. Terry until. Amen. Are, are you all with me here? And you are acknowledging God, I need a deeper dimension with you. I want to go deeper with you. I want to go deeper with you. I want to understand your mysteries. This, this, this things about you that, 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 that goes beyond just words. It's a spiritual thing. I want to go deeper with you. And then also, you also confronting areas of your dryness. They say, God, I'm not happy. I'm not satisfied with the things things are. You know, come on, everybody say amen. How many of you ever had dissatisfaction with your father? Say, you know what? Every time we all fight, leh. I see you, you see me, you shout me, you shout here. I think, aren't you tired of fighting? Yeah, Lord. Why don't we go honeymoon? Huh? Hey, you use honeymoon, no? I want to build intimacy with you. I want to know you again. Is that okay or not? Sister, we are okay or not? Sad, it's plenty. You know, that you just go down there, things like this. Spimple thing, also don't know. <laughs> it's like holding hands. It's like doing the things that couples do. You're looking at me, stranger. I, I, I know some of you, I, uh, some of you that are getting married, they say, oh, of course, uh, a couple, when you grow, <laughs> then you know. <laughs> yeah. Things that, 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 that natural don't become natural, that intimacy factor no more. Hello, hello, everybody say amen. Then you got to go back there, you know, and acknowledge that, hey, Lord, it's no shame by saying this, Lord, I haven't felt your presence for a while. Eh. Amen. Oh, Chof Tendry, sorry, I thought, oh. I haven't felt your presence for a while. I like to feel your presence. I want to push. Eh. I remember the first time when you feel me with the Holy Ghost, feel me again. Amen. Everybody say praise God. I'll go to go quickly now. And then you have to cultivate hope, trust, embrace the depth of your experience with God and be patient with the journey. Amen. So when we talk about deep color deep, it's a time when we all can have all these different transitions. It's a time when we say, I don't want to be superficial. I just got to have my own walk with God. I'm going deep. I will not let anybody distract me, anything like that, because this is me and you, God. I need my Jordan. I need my Mount uh, uh, Height of Hermon. And I also need my Mount Mizar. 
Amen. Why don't we stand to our feet right now? If you want an extensive study of my notes, I can because I just tell you something. I just give you all highlights. Amen. But first thing that I want us to do right now, if you hunger and thirst for God, that you say, Lord, I want more of you. Lift your hands right now. All eyes closed. Come on, all eyes closed. All eyes closed, just between you and God. Lord, we don't do justice. Lord, if we... Mm, there's so much more of you that we don't know about. So much more. So much. So much depth. Your ways are higher than our ways, God. Your ways are so much higher than our ways. And there is a place of surrender that you want us to bring to you to totally trust you. Father, this are the unknowns, these fears, these maybe trials in our lives that we are so afraid of, but those are propelling place for us to go deeper in you. Father, I pray right now, give us that hope, give us that comfort, Lord, that we are never alone. Father, right now, I pray for everyone in this place to feel your intention towards them are not to hurt them, but for a future that, that, that you are getting a deeper root in you, Jesus. But before that can happen, we need to release our comfortable, release all those good things that may be holding us back and trust you totally. Come on, just, just lift your hands right now all over this place and begin to pray in the Spirit. God, I, I want a deeper encounter. God, I, I used to tell you this all the time. I want deeper. I want to go deeper in you. But there is a high cost of deeper. As we go deeper in you, God, there, there is also, Lord, Lord, a pressure that comes from the world, a pressure that comes from the demonic forces that sometimes I may be so afraid of. But, but nevertheless, you want to give us that, that victory. You want to take us deeper in you, Jesus. Come on. Lord, I pray, teach my heart to trust you in times when I'm losing control, in times, God, where I seem to lose my identity because, Lord, my identity, Identity is in things around me, what I can own, what I can have. But God, your identity that you want to give to us, God, is your identity. That identity that comes knowing, God, that you are my Father. <laughs> Come on, church. Lord, I pray, God, that you break down every insecurity of my life, Lord. I pray, God, for all the inner vows be gone right now so that I can see you high and lifted up, Father, so that I can go deeper in you, Jesus, God, so that I can go deeper. Come on, church. Why don't we do that? Let your hunger go out there right now. Lord, I, I even don't know how to pray for this prayer that I'm going deeper in you, Jesus. Lord, what it entails, what, what is requiring of me, God, I, I may not understand because of the unknown factors, but God, I'm here to say, teach me. Lord, I'm here to say, I, I don't want you to be a religion. I want you to be the Lord of my life. I want you to be the boss of my life. I want you to take full control. 
Come on, just, just let your voice out for a moment. Let the Spirit of God within you hunger for deeper things. Come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost right now. This is a time where we just yield to the Holy Ghost right now. If, if you need a Holy Ghost, just, just stretch your hands right now. Just, just, just reach out to God and the next thing that you will know that God will give you a new tongue. I pray God against distraction. I pray God against things that will rob us so that we can focus in today, Lord. I'm asking you, God, to take, a, take my pain, God, as a, as, a, as, as a catalyst, God, for me to come to your presence, Lord. I want my own stories. I want my own stories, God. I want to know you, God. That, like some of these men of God knows you, God. They talk to like they are your friend, but, but there's a price to pay. And Lord, let me not be afraid of that price. Come on, church. Why don't we just lift our hands one more time? Would you pray together with me today as your pastor? Would you pray, Father? Teach me how to go deeper in you that is more than just a story. But that story will become my story. Come on, can you do that, Lord? Teach me, Lord, today. Father, I come against fear that has colored our vision, that has colored our perception. Father, I come against that right now in the name of Jesus. But God, that you will illuminate your word, Lord, that you will teach me how to go deeper in you. Come on, pray for one another right now. Come on, just, just leave your hands. I bind that spirit. I take authority over the spirit of fear. But God, I pray you lose liberty to trust you, to know you, to hear your voice. You are my shepherd. Sometimes in darkness, I run to my shepherd. Sometimes in moments of confusion, I run to the secured walk with you. So Father, I pray right now, cause us to go deeper in you. This deep collar deep, Lord, we pray, God, let it be a place where of, of us, Lord, yielding ourselves to the work of the Spirit. Come on, just, just lift your hands one more time. People are reaching out to God. Lord, I'm asking you to push back all those good things that is quenching my desire for you. Lord, I ask God that you forgive me. I've made, Lord, my needs and my wants idols. Lord, forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, God, if I place comfort over my walk with you. Lord, right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord, help me. Come on, just, just lift your hands one more time. My perception has robbed me of you, Jesus, God. My perception, Lord, of you, God, has robbed me of you, Jesus. So, Lord, I'm asking you now to tear away those, those things, God, that is unlike you right now. Lord, we take authority over every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. We cast it down in the name of Jesus so that I can worship you Lord in true reality God in truth so I can worship you high and lifted up Lord 
Come on, church. Why don't we do that for a moment? Let's exalt Him today. God, be exalted, Lord. Be exalted, Lord. Be exalted in my life, Father. More than just what people say More than just what the preacher is saying I need a walk with you I need my Jordan I need my hikes of Hermon I need God, my Mount Mizar Every one of those places will require certain kinds of sacrifice Teach me, Father Teach me, Father Come on, just lift our hands one more time to the Lord Amen Just leave our hands one more time to the Lord Father this DCD we commit to you Lord This is more than just Words but God I'm saying God Show us Show us your glory Show us your glory Father I pray Show us your glory, God, what you are able to do through us and with us, Father, right now. God, and our generations may know that you are high and lifted up. That our generations after that, God, will remember, God, that this is a place of Jordan. This is a place of, of Mizar, God. This is a place of the heights of Hermon. God, I pray right now that you will release hunger. Come on, there are still people praying right now God, I refuse to settle for comfort I refuse to settle for Lord, just, just barely enough I want all of you, Father 